You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 58. Every holiday season provides a time to reset and be with family, but for food bloggers, it is also a time where your blog may see a big increase in traffic. So in today's episode, we will chat about how to make sure your blog is ready for the holidays. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience. But building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Vine Podcast. And if you are new here, I am so glad that you found this episode. If you enjoy it, I would love for you to share it with a friend, whether you are new or you have been here for a while. I just love growing this community of food bloggers. And for those of you who are new, my name is Madison Weatherill, and I am a branding and web designer for food bloggers. I'm also a boy mama, someone who loves to bake, an Arizona native, and I am also obsessed with all things cactus. It is hard to believe that I have been running this business for almost six years full-time alongside being a full-time mom and getting to serve some of the most amazing clients through our branding and web design services. So if you're ever curious about how we work with clients, you can always go to graceandvinestudios.com and you can click on the services tab to see the different ways that we work with food bloggers like you. So let's chat about the holidays. Even though this year has been completely unexpected so far, we can count on the holidays being what wraps up this year. Now, regardless of when you're listening to this episode, there is likely some holiday that is coming up. So this episode is really applicable for any holiday and not just the ones that are in November and December. The holiday season is always a great time to be with family and take some time off. But as a food blogger, It can also be the time where your blog sees a really big spike in traffic. And so there is always this really delicate balance between the hustle and slowing down at the end of the year. My family and I have this running joke every year where they ask me if my boss is actually going to let me have the holidays off. And so... If you struggle with the idea of letting yourself rest and enjoy some time off from your blog, just know that I completely relate to that feeling. But that is really the beauty of running your own business, that you can take time off. But the thing that I have learned over the last almost six years is that if I don't plan for that time off, it just will not happen and I will end up working. And sometimes that's okay, but there are some seasons where I really do need that time off and the time to rest. And I think we can all agree that 2020 is one of those years and seasons where we just need to enjoy a little bit of downtime and just even more family time that we've had this year. It also can be incredibly difficult to really unplug from your business when you know that there are going to be a lot of eyeballs on your website. And so we are going to talk today about how to holiday proof your blog. Now, I actually got the title idea for this episode from the Biz Besties podcast, and she had an episode where she talked about what to send your email list in November. But I thought this was a perfect topic for a podcast episode to really talk about what do you need to do to make sure that your blog, your business, your website is all ready to go for the holiday season. 
So there's really a couple of sections that we're going to talk about in this episode about how to get your blog ready. And that is going to be getting your content ready, getting your website ready, and finally getting your business ready. So before we dive into these few areas, the very first thing that I want you to do is to pull out a calendar. And I want to ask the question, do you have time blocked off for the holidays? Now, Like I said, if I do not block this time off, it is very likely that it just won't happen. So I have tried to be better about as early as possible blocking that off. Now, because I am usually booking clients four to six months in advance, it is so important for me to actually write on my calendar the time that I am intending to be off. Now, I'll be honest, during those seasons of when I'm not serving clients, I usually will end up working on something behind the scenes kind of on my business instead of being in my business. But it's really important to be intentional about setting this time aside. So even if it's just two days that you want to take off of your blog, maybe it's just Thanksgiving and Black Friday, or maybe it's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day that you want to take off, I really want you to write that down on your calendar. I have put it in big, bold letters with lots of exclamation points on my calendar in years past to really help remind me that this is my intention to take off time and to rest and just fully focus on family. So the very first part of this is getting your content ready for the holidays. Now, when this episode goes live, we are already going to be pretty close to Thanksgiving. So I am not necessarily talking about creating content for Thanksgiving. Hopefully you have already been doing that. Typically, when you are pushing out holiday content, you really want that to be at least six weeks ahead of the holiday, if not more. Your traffic is really going to start picking up on those holiday-related keywords and topics, sometimes months before, especially on Pinterest. So if you're listening to this podcast after that, then that is totally fine. You can still publish the holiday-related content that you want to publish, but just know that it may not take off until next year, so you won't really have the stats to review or look at to really see if this post was a success until next year. So the first step to getting your content ready for the holidays is that you want to plan out the content that is going to go live during the holiday weeks or the week after. So especially if you know that you want to take off some time, you want to make sure you already have those posts scheduled and ready to go before you unplug for the holiday season. And then I always like to also be prepared with the blog post, at least it's going to be first as soon as I come back. So if you are taking off Christmas through New Year's, then the first post that first week of January, you want to make sure you have that post ready and it is already scheduled before you take off. That way you do not have to jump in and feel like you have to scramble to get that blog post ready. Now, it's not the end of the world if you decide you just don't want to have content going out during that time, but I know for a lot of you, you have a very consistent routine of publishing one to three blog posts a week, and so if you are wanting to make sure to keep up that pace, then I would encourage you to just try to get ahead. There are a few ways that you can publish some content that maybe might be easier to pull together than a full recipe blog post. Most people at the time that you're putting out these posts like over the Christmas season are already going to know what they're cooking. They're probably not looking for new content, but you can give them tools or tips that are going to help them in other ways and ultimately posts that are going to be a lot easier for you to write because they're not a full recipe that you need to develop and photograph and write the blog post for. So a couple of non-recipe blog posts blog post ideas that you could use over the holiday season is to share gift guides. So I would try to do these closer to Thanksgiving than to Christmas. So over the next couple of weeks and probably wrapping this up by the second week of December, because you really want people to have time to shop and to 
you know, order things online. And so if you're going to do gift guides, I would really recommend making them specific. I think the closer you can make them to your niche, the better. And the more just relevant it's going to feel. I myself have done plenty of the best gifts for food bloggers or best gift for foodies type of post. But if you can get even more specific than that and really find stuff that your audience would really love, this will be great content for you to push out over email or on social media that people are really going to like. The next type of post that you could do is a recipe roundup. And you can make this really specific to the holidays themselves, or maybe it's the best cookies to make in December, or maybe it's the best New Year's Eve appetizers or cocktails. But you want to kind of think outside the box of these. You don't want to necessarily just do the 10 best Thanksgiving recipes because people have seen those lists. And so again, we want to make this creative. We want to make it something that's going to resonate with your audience, potentially do well on Pinterest next year. Just really thinking through creative ways to use this idea of a recipe roundup in a way that is going to work well with our audience. And you also might think of the situations that they might be in when they need these types of posts. So maybe it's something like the last minute Thanksgiving appetizers or cocktails that you can make from your pantry. Those types of roundups with posts that are going to be really easy to pull together, not have a ton of specialty ingredients. And then the last type of non-recipe blog post that you could create is a complimentary post. Now, this could be something that really is more of a how-to or a tips post rather than a recipe, but it can complement a recipe that already does well. So if you look at your holiday content and you look for your five to 10 most popular posts that are holiday related and have that spike, can you create a post that would complement that one really well and be kind of additional information and additional support for somebody making that recipe? And then make sure that you link them together. So for example, you could do a post on how to cut an onion that might go with Thanksgiving stuffing or how to freeze cranberries might go along with a cranberry sauce post. You could do the best wines to serve at Thanksgiving. You really want to think through the posts that are already doing well and then think about one to two complimentary or helpful posts that you can share alongside that. And I think These are the ones that are the hardest for food bloggers to wrap their head around because I think we want to share recipe content so much that we forget that there's other things we can help people learn and help teach our readers to do that is related to recipe content but is not a recipe alone. So the next thing to think about when you're thinking about getting your content ready for the holidays is to go ahead and review your popular holiday posts. It is never a good feeling to realize that one of your posts is exploding with traffic and there's something wrong with it. So be sure to look over your top 10 blog posts from the last holiday season and then go ahead and look at any other holiday content that you have, even if it didn't perform really well last year because you'd never know what's going to take off. And you want to just make sure to look through the post and make sure everything is loading correctly. You don't have any broken images. Make sure you have things like affiliate links or that you're linking to other blog posts that again would be helpful. And ideally you want to include an email signup form as well. And I also want to encourage you to review the actual recipe. You may not have time to redo the recipe and retest it, but just make sure that the ingredients and the instructions are fully filled out and correct, that they're in the right order, and that there's nothing broken or missing from the recipe card as a whole. And you can check out episode 45 where I talked about how to write better recipes, where I go into a lot more specific tips on making sure your recipes are well-written, and so that will really be helpful for reviewing that content. Okay, so the next part of getting your 
holiday-proofed blog ready is to make sure that your website is ready. So I kind of mentioned this a second ago, but I want you to add a sign-up form somewhere on your website. Now, really the best way to optimize for your popular holiday content is to create a strategic freebie that is really going to capture people to your email list. You can go back to episode 11 to learn more about this, but even if you only have a sign up form that just is kind of a get the latest updates type of form that will at least capture some of your traffic and it's better to have that and only capturing a part of your traffic than to have nothing at all. But think through your most popular holiday content and think if there is something that you could pull together as a one-page freebie that would really help your audience with that. I know a lot of people this year are doing conversion charts to help people to make recipes smaller since a lot of people are not going to be having the large gatherings that they have had in the past. Next thing that you're going to want to do is to double check your hosting. So some hosting plans have caps on how much traffic that you can have. And so you want to go ahead and check with your hosting company about this if you don't know, because again, you do not want to run into issues where your site isn't running because you have reached the amount of visitors that you are allowed with your plan. I think this is a pretty rare thing, but I wanted to mention it because I know a lot of people are on a lot of different hosting companies. So you want to just double check this to make sure before you have that traffic spike. Next thing you're going to do is to check your social media links and navigation bar. This is something that I recommend doing quarterly, and I have a whole guide on auditing your website that walks you through a lot of these areas, and I will link it in the show notes. But one of the most commonly missed places is double checking that all of your social media links and your navigation links work. And you want to remember that your social media links should open in a new tab, not the same one, but your navigation links that are linking to your website, you want to have those remain in the same tab. And that is just best practice for user experience so that people are not getting pulled away from your site or they are not having to close a bunch of tabs that have opened up, especially on mobile. So let's talk about getting your business ready for the holidays. So the first step really to getting your business ready is making sure to set those boundaries. So we already talked about making sure you have that time carved out. But I also want you to think about what that time off is going to look like. Are you going to be completely unplugged from your computer? Are you still going to be on social media? Are you going to be checking email? I know in the past, sometimes I just need seasons of not publishing content during that time. And that's what that boundary looks like for me. But maybe you are completely unplugging yourself and you are not going to be anywhere near anything work-related. So if that's the case, whatever that scale looks like for you, you wanna just make sure that you've set those boundaries, maybe communicate them with a spouse or your family members, somebody that can remind you of this if you get pulled back in. I think for me, usually just mentioning this to my husband saying, this is kind of what I'm wanting to do. And this is the break that I'm wanting to have really, really helps. And the other thing you can think about too, is if you are really wanting to limit social media use, go ahead and pre-schedule out some posts or set time limits on your phone so that you're not getting sucked into being on Instagram all day when you're really supposed to be enjoying time with family. But just really think through what do those boundaries look like for you? How are you going to make sure to be intentional about keeping those boundaries? And just setting them up is going to be the first key to your success. The next part of this is to set up your inbox. So if you are planning to be away from your email for more than a few days, maybe if you're going to be off the entire week of Christmas or you're taking off between Christmas and New Year's, you want to make sure to set up an autoresponder so that you will have a message going out to people that may email you just to let them know when you are back. Especially if you are not going to be checking your email, it's really important for your readers to know that you're not there so that they don't feel like if they email you with a question on a a recipe that you just are not going to respond, but that they understand you're away from your computer. 
And you can also do this on social media if you plan to be away from that. So be sure to look up how to do that. My last tip for getting your business ready for the holidays is to make sure to intentionally set aside some time to reflect on the last year. This is something that I really look forward to at the end of every year. And I really like to look back and see what content performs the best, what parts of my business I really enjoyed, and maybe what parts I don't like anymore and want to change. In episode 12, I broke down an entire process for reviewing your year, but basically you really want to look at a combination of the actual stats from your blog posts and from your overall website traffic, but you also want to set some time aside to reflect on how you feel about the way that your business has maybe grown or has not grown over the last year. It's really important to evaluate what you've been doing in your business and to make changes consciously moving forward so that you can really just make the most of this natural season of a brand new year and feeling like it's the perfect time to try something new or set new goals and boundaries and things like that. So you really want to carve out that time on your calendar to do that and then set any upcoming goals that you want to have for the next quarter or for the next year. So to recap really quickly, In this episode, we talked about how to holiday-proof your blog. And so the three main parts to that were to getting your content ready for the holidays, getting your website ready for the holidays, and then finally getting your business ready. I really hope that you will take some time to carve out just the space that you need to rest and reset at the end of this year. I know we still have a couple of weeks left of this year, but I wanted to put this episode out now to just help you to set aside that time. The holidays are only going to get busier and crazier and I really want to make sure that you have thought about setting aside this intentional time to review things because it is something that has been huge for me in my business to look back on the last year. It is so easy for us to just get caught up in creation mode and just creating content and doing the work. And we sometimes just need to set aside that time to rest and reflect. So I hope that you will do that this year. Would love to hear how it goes. And if you liked this episode, I would really love to know because I know a lot of the episodes that I share are a little bit more hard-hitting in terms of design and strategy, but these types of episodes are really fun for me to write, and I really love being able to share some of these tips with you. So I would love to know if you love it as well. If you do, you can either send me a message or take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media at Grace and Vine. I would love to see it there and connect with you over on Instagram. All right, friends, I hope you have a good rest of your week and go and holiday-proof your blog. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.